a second pruning. I was out doing yard work today. I began with the mowing. I found I had trouble getting to the edge of the lawn because of many overgrown lilac bushes. I had already pruned those bushes back a week earlier, pruning back the limbs and branches that were growing upward toward the power lines. I got out my pruning shears and began pruning back the branches low to the ground so mowing would be made easier. More and more branches began to pile up. Some were just dead. Some were overgrown, and the pile of pruned limbs grew higher and higher. This thought came to my mind. I thought I was all done with pruning. Look how much more still needed to be done. Then the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. There is a second pruning. I asked the Father, What what do you mean? There is a second pruning happening now with my remnant. How fruitful do you want to be? Yield to the pruning in your life. I am the vine dresser. I am the master gardener. Many have already gone through a severe pruning. That was the first pruning and it was necessary. There has been a cutting away in your life. The cutting away can be seen through circumstances that I have orchestrated. The blade of my pruning shears is a cutaway dead branches, diseased branches, overgrown branches. The blade is painful. It can be a cutting away of your own flesh, a circumcision of the heart, bringing about deep repentance. It can be a cutting away of a ministry or a relationship or a loss of some kind. This is of me, and it is for my kingdom purposes. Submit to the process. Bring your pain and your tears to me, and do not retaliate at the person I may use to prune you. Do not become bitter. But there is now a second pruning underway. It is for the purpose of great fruitfulness. I am now trimming back branches in your life, training branches to grow in a certain direction. This second pruning might manifest as cutting words, words spoken to you that sting and hurt. 
this is of me also. Do not retaliate or lash back at the person I use in your life to send cutting words your way. Remember, I am the master pruner and vine dresser, and I will use whom I will use to accomplish my kingdom purposes. You can produce no fruit, nothing, on your own. Abide in me, remain in me, abide in my word, and you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. What to do with those cutting words? Hear them. Receive them. If there is any truth in them, then repent. Repent thoroughly. Allow those cutting words to prune you so that you are shaped into the character of my son, Yeshua. I want you to bear much fruit for the kingdom, fruit that will last and remain, fruit that is sweet, not bitter, the fruit of unconditional love, love that does not keep a record of wrongs, and a Teflon love that is unoffendable, fierce love that chases down the unlovely, relentless, unchanging, unshakable, on-fire love for my people, for my bride. Submit to the second pruning. I am pruning you back, even now, so that you will bear much fruit for my kingdom. Then the Father brought to my mind and instructed me to go read John chapter 15, verses 1 through 17. It is written, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. But this, my Father, is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, 
For all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Amen. Father, we just want to pray now into John chapter 15 and the second pruning. Father, thank you for this truth in your word where you make so clear to us that you are the true vine. Yeshua is the vine and the Father is the vine dresser. Father, thank you for the first pruning that you do in our lives. And though it may be severe, though that it may involve loss and pain and sorrow and cutting away of the flesh and cutting away circumcision of the heart. It may involve cutting away of a relationship or ministry. Thank you, Father, that you love us and that you are the master pruner and the master gardener and that you want to have a garden that is very productive and full of sweet fruit. Father, thank you for the second pruning that you are doing even now. That the first pruning involves cutting away branches that are unfruitful, that are withered and diseased and dead and and with leaves but no fruit. And that, that that first pruning cuts those branches away. But that the second pruning is to do with the branches that are going to bear fruit and that every branch that fruit that bears fruit you prune so that it can be even more fruitful and father even though the blade of your pruning shears may be painful and hurt father we choose to submit to the process we choose to allow that pruning in our lives through the cutting away of the branches that are fruitful to cut them back not cut them off but just cut them back so that they'll be even more fruitful Father your word says that we are already clean because of the word which you have spoken to us and that word clean has to do with being purified by fire a vine that is cleansed by pruning and so fitted to bear fruit to be blameless and innocent. So, Father, may we be clean. May we abide in you and abide in your word. May we live there. May we meditate on your word. May we just live. May we just be waiting upon you and resting in you and remaining in you and in your word. Father, we do want to bear much fruit, and we want that fruit to be sweet. We want it to be the fruit of the Spirit. We don't want to be bitter. So, Father, when there are people that you bring in our lives who give cutting words, and you are using them like a pruning shears to cut away something in us that is of the flesh or not of your kingdom, Father, instead of getting angry or bitter or retaliating or holding a record of wrongs, Father, may we submit to that pruning also. 
Because, Father, we know that the result of all of this pruning is fruit, sweet fruit, fruit that remains, fruit that lasts, fruit that is heavenly, the fruit of the Spirit. Father, you say in the John 15 passage that you, that if we keep your commandments, then we will abide in your love. And you tell us to abide in your love. You tell us to love one another even as Yeshua has loved us. So, Father, we thank you so much for Yeshua's love that is poured out upon us. We stand under the waterfall of your grace, your mercy, and your loving kindness. Father, may that waterfall wash away any demonic slime that we've received, any stinging or hurtful words that were not of you. Wash it away. And Father, may we abide in your love. You say in your word these things that you have spoken to us that your joy may remain in us and that our joy would be full as in overflowing, overflowing even over the brim. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Love and then joy. So Father, we abide in you. We remain in you. We wait upon you. Meditate upon your word. We hide your word in our heart. And Father, may that love and those words produce the fruit of the Spirit in us, especially love. May we truly have that Teflon love for others, a love that is unoffendable, that we do not get offended, a fierce love that chases down the unlovely, that loves passionately and fervently and jealously your people, your bride. Father, we know that there's a wedding coming soon, and it's time to invite people to the wedding. And so many are busy. They're busy, wrapped up in their own lives, and just everyday life and work and jobs and careers and families and soccer and dishes and bills. But there's a wedding coming and you want your wedding hall to be full. So Father, may we be about your business and in great love, may we invite people to the wedding. May you prepare us as your bride. May that white linen garment Grace your people, and may we be people without spot, without blemish. May you work in us and take us through the refiner's fire, take us through the pruning process, so that we can be a bride that is prepared and ready for the bridegroom when he comes. May what is most noticed by folks in the world about us, your people. May they say this, see how they love one another. And may our love be not just in words, but with actions, with mitzvot, with good deeds, 
with kind deeds. May we lay down our lives for our friends in acts of service. And may we be not just a servant, but may we be your friend. And may you reveal things to us because we are your friend. Yeshua, we love you. We thank you so much. We abide in you. And may we bear much fruit for your kingdom. And may that fruit be sweet. And may that fruit draw and attract the lost ones, the prodigal sons and the daughters. May that bring them in with the sweetness of your love. In Yeshua's name, amen.